0: Yo, yo, yo! What is going on, podcast crew? Hope you guys are all staying warm today. Uh, just a little passing thought I wanted to kind of share with you guys. Um, you know, you know, this past holiday, this Christmas, you know, I I, I got some like really cool gifts and really thoughtful gifts. Um, it was really hectic and crazy for me uh, trying to travel back to the states and everything, um, and. Kind of one little gift that I got. All of them were amazing, but one little thing—it almost wasn't even a gift. It was kind of like a side gift that was kind of just passed to me, like someone gave it to me and said, "Hey, Luke, I thought you'd really appreciate this." It was a little, a little—I don't know what you call it. It's like a little, like a little button you can stick on your shirt. You can—it has a little needle on it. You can kind of put it up and pin it somewhere. You know, I pinned it on my book bag. Um, But as I was traveling, it was bumping into stuff, so I kind of just put it inside my bag. Finally. Uh, and on that, um, and on that pin, what it said, um, and it said it pretty big, and everyone could see, which is one thing I really liked. And it kind of was more of a reminder for me, is it just simply said, "What are you waiting for?" Um, I mean, it was it, it was one of those small things. Like literally, it wasn't even my gift. Like my gift was given to me from this person, and they handed me the pin like later in the day, in the evening. Like, hey, I thought I saw this. I thought you might like it. And, you know, just seeing that, like, what are you waiting for? It's it's something that, you know, I remind my, have to remind myself all the time. And, you know, I, I, I don't think I remind myself in that kind of way, you know, because that kind of way is really harsh and really straight to the point and doesn't give you a lot of room for excuses. And I love that. Um, so, you know, if I had to ask you guys a question, it's like, what are you, what are you waiting for? Like honestly answer yourself that question you know i've gotten since this new year i've been trying to go through a lot of messages i have i haven't had time to get back to uh you guys who have emailed me i haven't gotten a chance to get back to all the emails yet and everything um but that will happen soon but i've been responding to a lot of people on instagram um and you know i could almost ask this question to each person um because so many people are wanting to create it's amazing actually you guys just the the, the the will to want to change the world and know that your life, uh, you want your life to be better and you want to help people. That's such an amazing thing. Um, and then, you know, the next question that I could ask, which is something that I will start to ask now to people after receiving this, is just like, what are you waiting for? You want to create this YouTube channel to share your thoughts and opinions with the world? What are you waiting for? You want to start a podcast? What are you waiting for? You want to start the website with a, with a, with, writing your little articles and stuff. What are you waiting for? What is it? Like, because when you ask yourself that question, it's hard to to really come up with a really valid excuse, you know. And as as my college coach, it's funny. I think of him in so many things in my life because almost everything I know and I talk about, I've learned through some aspect, he's related to it. And one of the things is, you know, when we be training... And stuff, he would always come up and he'd be like, um, he'd ask you guys, he, or he would always ask us, he, or he'd tell us, you know, your excuses. An excuse, he's like, you know what, the, another name for excuses, guys? And everyone would be like, oof, no one would say anything. Everyone got their heads down, don't want to be called on. And it's just like, an excuse is a well-planned lie. And I realize it's it's just this lie that we keep, we we, we tell ourselves all the time. Like, what are So when you ask, what are you waiting for? that well-planned lie now that's a hard way to make an excuse like what is your excuse for not sharing your gift with the world like this not even know i know a lot of you don't even know what it is you want how you want to do it so what are you waiting for just do something like post something you don't know what can take off or what can help someone and if you really want to help the world then if you invest whatever people say it's so hard and it's a lot of work because it is like who cares if it takes you 20 hours to finish this little pamphlet book that you're going to post on your website and one person maybe will see it this year and it'll change their life. Isn't that worth it to you? If your real goal is to make a difference and change people's lives, like, you know, and, and I always say that it's, it's, it's a never ending thing. Like people think like, well, it's a hard part of starting. Uh, that, that's true on one sense, but every single level is hard. You know, speaking just me being a pro athlete, it's hard starting off playing basketball. When you don't know how to play, you're playing with people who are more experienced, all that kind of stuff. That's hard. It's a huge step. But trust me, now in my 11th pro season, this season is hard as well. The same, it's it's almost like the same step again, the same distance kind of step. You know, it's like someone who has no money, now they have problems. Like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to get there. And someone who has... A lot of money has problems like, I don't know what I want to do. Do I want to fly first class? Do I want to rent a helicopter? Do I want to rent it? You know, when you're looking at someone who's higher up, you tend to have these thoughts that they don't have any worries and everything's fine. But they have just as many worries on on their level of stress. They have the same kind of stress. You know what I mean? So I think that by asking what are you waiting for, it's a real, it's really cutthroat. It gets straight to the point. You know, you can't make excuses about it because you realize like, What can you possibly say you're waiting for? Like, you want to lose weight. What are you waiting for? Like, why aren't you going to do this workout today? You're waiting for what? For you to have, like, health problems? Are you... You're waiting to create something? You're waiting what? Until... Until uh, it's easier to, to start producing things? Are you waiting until you get a better camera? Are you waiting to... Like, you know, like you when you really ask yourself that, there's there it's hard. It's hard to think of an excuse. And I'm really good at thinking of excuses because I, I love for me personally, it's it's not good what I do, and I don't recommend it to anyone. But one thing that I I love to do actually, thing I love to do, and I do it all the time, and I didn't even realize it till I thought of it the other day, or I caught myself doing it the other day, is I love to find every excuse not to do it. Like so I wake up in the morning and I'm like you know I, I said to myself I'm getting I'm getting up I'm gonna start working have everything started working I will be in like peak mode of working time at 6:30 in the morning that's the goal and you know I I tell myself that and I say well I'm tired I'll have two trainings that day um, you know I've been up late I was talking on the phone late that night I, I my my computer's not charged hundred percent I, I love coming to these excuses take take one two three minutes and after all I've, I've got all those excuses now I'm like, okay, now let's go do it. And that's a mentality that I have all the time. Like I have it all the time because I feel like by doing that, you you don't just, you acknowledge the problem. Like, and I'm big on that. Like you acknowledge the problem. You're, you're really authentic with yourself. So your mind really can't say anything. It's like, okay. What, what else mind? What else do you want to come up with saying why I can't do this today? Why? Why? And then after that, I'm like, okay, that's good. Good job, mind. Now, let's time to go. Let's time to do this. And then knowing that I'm doing it, it's a big deal. Like it's a really big deal. Like it's a big deal that hey, I'm up and I'm working. Like I had all these excuses, but I got up and did it. And the results is all that counts. You know, I I, I heard something interesting today. Um, I can't remember what I saw it on. It could have been Instagram. A guy says he gets messages all the time for people saying they have a billion do- they have a billion dollar idea. And he was like, "Well, that's not true because an idea is not worth anything. An idea is 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 just a, a electrical impulse in your brain. That's what an idea is. An idea is nothing until you act on it. You know. But everything you see, everything you use, was an idea. That's a real idea. A car. That's a real idea. That's something someone thought of and then they put in the work to get it done. That's a real idea. And that's it's the action that you take. That's it." An idea in itself is nothing. And one thing that I, I feel kind of in the back of my mind every time I'm, I'm trying something new or I'm, I'm posting something on my Instagram, I'm, I'm asking people about it on, on the YouTube channel. Anytime I do this, you know, I'm, there's a part of me that kind of wants it to not do so well in front of people. Because I, I, I want to fail more times than other people even try. That's like my goal. Like I will fail at this, I will fail at that. But you know, my my goal in my mind, I would never say it out loud to people, but you know, I would say, you know, talking to myself is, yeah, I failed, but I failed at more things than you ever tried. And that's that is something there's there's a there's a there's an uplifting thing in that saying that you're not scared to do something because that's someone who is unstoppable. Because they'll keep trying and they'll try and try and try. You know, and that's someone that you're just like, whoa, like for me, I know, you know, being not even even before I was a pro athlete in college. I'd always come to my college in summers and work the, the, the summer camps with these kids. And you have kids who are super talented for their age. Like there's some kids that are so talented at 10 years old, we have to put them in the group of 12 year olds. And there's some 12 year olds who are so unskilled, we have to put them down with the 10 year olds or the 8 year olds. And, you know, whenever I'm looking at someone, I, everyone always sees the person who's the best player there and all that kind of stuff. But the one thing that I always recognize is that kid who has the grit. Like, I, 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 I wish I remember this kid's name. There was this kid, um, this was a long time ago, 2000, probably 2007 when I was in college. And there was this kid, he was he was an absolute, he was not an athlete, no athletic bone in his body. Like he couldn't run fast, he couldn't jump high, he couldn't really shoot. But this kid was my favorite kid in the camp by far. He would, if you had to list all these kids with their talent, he was at, he was dead last and easily last. But he was by far my favorite player because this kid just didn't stop. I keep be the last one down the court. But he was giving every little thing. I wish I remembered his name so I could look him up right now to see what he's doing. Because, you know, they say in sports you can see a lot about someone. And I know this kid, he's going to be great at whatever he does. Because he had that grit. He had that, like, like there was nothing. Like, he just, he, would, he couldn't run. Like, he could, could barely run. But he ran at his 100%. His 100% was at a 40% of someone else. But he gave it every time. He tried to play defense, the guy drove by him, he ran, tried to catch up, tried to get the rebound but couldn't jump, other people got it and he never stopped. I'd always be watching him every time and this was my favorite player, my absolute favorite player and I still remember this is this was this was 10 years ago, more than 10, 12 years ago and I remember this kid because it was just he just there was just no no stopping him. Like he didn't care to fail, like he didn't care that that he couldn't run fast. Like when when you have the campers, you know, you play you we you would play a lot of teams to, to divide the teams up. We didn't have T-shirts to give them in the beginning, so we play shirts and skins. It's something I mean we do now as adults, like when we're playing in the summer. Like hey, you guys have your shirts, we have our no shirts playing, and that's how we play. And you know this kid when he would go skins, he just he had this body that just wasn't athletic at all, and you could see every single part that's not athletic, which was all of it. But this kid just didn't stop. And he didn't care what other people think. He still ran as hard, like as big as he. W- and I, I love this kid. And he didn't care. And someone like this, they go far because you. When you get to this point, when you're just when you're pumping out content or you're 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 working in quiet, nothing, no one knows about. But you're just working, putting in those long hours, burning the midnight oil. Like there's there's like power in that because when something clicks, when something actually clicks. When you find something you're actually good at, something that you love doing, and it's impacting people, man, the sky's the limit. Like the sky's the limit, but most people don't even even try, even get close to that. You know, and, and I guess that, that part is, even though I should have probably made the topic about that, because I'm actually uh, starting on my, starting another book today, and you know, I, one of the chapters was about that. Um, it was just about most people don't even, don't have no idea what their limits are. Like, and, I, and for me, it's like, it's sad. You need to know, you know, one one thing that, um, you know, if back when I was, uh, I was probably about 17 years old, like I, I broke my leg, broke the tibia, bomb, broke it completely and had to have surgery. Couldn't walk, couldn't walk for, I want to say about three, three weeks. I was just in the bed. I could get up to go to the bathroom. Uh, I couldn't come to the table to eat. I want to say after about the third week, I could go to the table to eat some food and, you know, I think I want to say around after a month, I finally got this brace off. I was in this brace where I couldn't bend my leg. I couldn't do anything. And when I finally got that off, I just looked at my leg and it was so skinny. A lot of you, maybe you guys have realized it being in a cast or something like this, like the muscle just went away. Like in my leg, I had these huge, and I, was, I wasn't athletic. I was just... I was a big guy, but you could see these big muscles I had in my leg from just cycling all the time. This is what I loved doing when I was younger. And it was just gone. And, you know, I, I as I talked with a lot of people, uh, one common thing that came up with the people who were who doctors that I spoke with and even some people who knew about injuries and stuff, and I was like, man, why is my muscle gone? They're like, Luke, you didn't use it. I was like, yeah, I know, but it just disappeared. And my friend was like, or someone told me, that, like, hey, you know what? If what you if you don't use it, you lose it. And I was like, whoa, okay, that's that that sucks. So I had to like rebuild that whole that whole part of my like it was something that was it was something I can't even explain. But it's because I didn't use it, it just totally, like, completely went away. And you know, as I as I think about it and I'm and I'm rambling a little bit off topic, but it's just saying you got to go you got to push your limits you got to you got to see how far you can go because if you don't ever see and you are putting off these talents you have and these gifts that you have that you can use and you don't use them you lose them it doesn't matter how i was i was in shape i had great muscles i could run, run all the time and i loved it but i didn't use it i didn't use it it was not being pushed at all there was no limit being pushed you know i remember one quote that I read in the book called The The Pilgrimage. No, the book called The Fifth Mountain. I wanna say that was it. The uh, Yeah, it was the Fifth Mountain by by Paulo Coelho. Yeah, the the yeah, the fifth the Fifth Mountain by Paulo Coelho. He was they there was a scene in there when they were talking about this old lady in the house after this town had been destroyed, and the person came and explained to Elijah that Hey, you know, this lady, she hasn't moved. She hasn't moved any at all, all day. And she looks so sad looking through the window of this almost destroyed house. She just hasn't moved. And Elijah said to them, he's like, yeah, you can see this is someone who who stopped challenging life, you know, and they didn't, they didn't push themselves. They didn't challenge life. And when you stop challenging life, life stops challenging you. And then there's nothing else. You're just, you're kind of like dead inside. And it's why I think you should always push. You should always push your limits. And as you read this, when the book comes out, you'll understand exactly what I'm talking about in this podcast. Um, in chapter two of this book, I'm writing literally chapter two. I got it done today talking about the limits. And the example that I use in this book, well, ex- will, you will understand a thousand percent. But it's like you have to keep pushing yourself. You have to push yourself past your limits and, and understand that. Try to fail. Try to fail. Push yourself to fail because failure, that's when you get better. Like, when you work out, like, I, I one guy who I looked up to, this uh, professional, actually Hall of Fame football player now, he's retired, you know, you know he was doing workouts and, you know, I was trying to wonder, like, how many reps he did, how many sets he did. And, you know, he said, he's like, I don't train for reps. I don't train for time. I was like, I'm like, okay, what do you, I'm, I'm thinking in my head, like, what does this guy train for? He's like, I train for failure. He's like, I wanna do it pull-ups until I can't do anymore. I wanna curl until I can't do anymore. I wanna do box jumps till I can't jump another box. And it's only by pushing yourself like this that you you can you can grow. And the more you push yourself, the closer you get to your limits, the better you can do. I mean, I could go on and on about this with so many different examples from my first my first conditioning with my college team, I passed out. Like, I passed out. Like, we finished this huge run in the morning. It was the first 5 a.m. run we had of the year. I'd never been pushed like that before. We finished, We crossed the finish line. I remember we had to run these huge hills after we finished the track. As Soon as I ran up the hill, there was this finish line. Everyone had to sprint through. You had to cross the street, and you arrive at the gym. And all I can remember is crossing there and my coach saying, great job. And as I went to slow down, I ran. They said I turned to the left, and I just fell into the bushes. Literally fell into the bushes and that, that's all I remember. It's, it's just it's real blackout. I can't remember it for the life of me Like I remember just, it took me about 10 minutes to walk back to my my room or 15 minutes where well, it usually takes two I couldn't walk. I was pushed to my limits And when you know where the limits are then you can start you can get closer every time and as you get closer If you can only do 10 push-ups and all of a sudden you you every day you max out See how many push-ups can I do today? You got you got, let's say you got 10 and you know, okay, 10's my limit. Okay, here we go. So, to, the next day, I'm going to try and do eight. And you try and do, do eight push-ups in, in however long, in 10 seconds. And you do that for three, four, five days. Then test your limit again. I bet you can do more than 10. Guarantee you can do more than 10. Because when you push your limits, then you can train and know exactly where to stop before. And, you know, I, before, I, before I start ramming, I think I make this podcast like an hour long. But it's just something you got to do. you got to push yourself. And push yourself don't be don't hold back for any reason because there's nothing would there's what would you be waiting for what is there to wait for what is there how can you what, what is there what 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 are you waiting for so it's like if i could give you guys a message it'd be just to go to do 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 fail 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 at something and then when that doesn't work fail at something else and fail at something else i guarantee you You'll realize as you fail more than other people try, you'll be way further ahead than everyone else. And that's something that I am in, in. not sure what the word is, my English is horrible actually, but this is something that I do and exercise in my life, if not on a daily basis, for sure every two or three days as I'm working on something. Pushing myself and pushing and pushing and pushing because that's how you get better because I realize I'm not, I have nothing to wait for. Like what am I waiting for? Like, before, when it's too late, that's the only thing you've been waiting for. As you wait, time passes. And as time passes, you don't get it back. You don't spend time with your kids when they're growing up. You just missed out on that time. You you don't spend time with your friends when you live with them. All That time's gone. You can't get it back. You move on. They move on to their lives, and you, you've just missed out. So it's like, push yourself, guys. Ask yourself, what are you waiting for? You'll realize very quickly that you have nothing to wait for. And you should just do, do, do. And that would be my message for you guys Today, I, I, I really wish the best for you guys if I can ever have out, help you guys out. Always feel free to reach out to me, uh, LukeLifeCharms at gmail.com or reach out to me on Instagram, LukeLifeCharms. Um, literally, just as I'm posting this podcast, I want to say on my Instagram, I asked a question on there, so feel free to jump on there. Feel free to, as you are listening, I totally forgot to say this the last couple of times. As you're listening to this podcast, uh, uh, take a screenshot of your phone, then post it on your Instagram story and tag me in it and I'll repost it in my story so that it's actually really cool to see that and some of you guys who have emailed to me thank you guys so much it really means so much to you guys I uh, for me, just to get that from you guys. So thank you so much. I wish you guys a beautiful day. Stay warm. To all my friends, I know I got some people out there in Shanghai. Mai. I got some people uh, in, in um, Argentina. I have people in Mexico. Some people in South America and in India. I know you guys are not really cold. But for the rest of everyone else, hope you guys stay warm. Great talking to you today. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Have a beautiful day. And this is Luke from Luke Life Charms. Over and out.